and welcome to the Shine with Sophie podcast. I am your host, mindset and life purpose coach, EFT tapping, NLP and time techniques practitioner, business and Spanish graduate, and most of all, the founder of the Shine with Sophie community, movement and soul mission. I am here to expand your mind, elevate your vibration, guide you to unlocking your true power and authenticity, connect you with your soul and bring you the teachings, tools and support to help you create a life and business in true alignment with who you are. I invite you to open your heart and mind while listening and I'll see you on the other side. Okay, Anya. Well, you've been here many times, I think many times, maybe once or twice on the podcast before and we're back. Uh, for the first time in 2023 and I feel like we've moved through a lot we've shifted through a lot and I think I'm super excited to connect deeper on where we are within ourselves within our abilities and gifts as a coach and as healers and share our wisdom and I really the kind of intention for this conversation like I I said before we came on the recording is to really dive deep into subconscious healing inner child healing through the lens of you through the words of Anya through the words of the story of Anya because I know that you have an incredible story and incredible words to give um to the world and you give it through your content in such beautiful beautiful ways um that I will leave Anya's Instagram handle in the show notes for you to go and check out because she's got such incredible content over there and I'm just super excited to bring her back onto the podcast for her to share her light and her wisdom through her voice and to this space today but welcome back Anya I'm super excited to have you here how are you doing? Hi I'm happy to be here once or twice does feel like a lot doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it does. More than that. But yeah, I'm so happy to be back because I really do believe that since we spoke last, both of us have really moved through so much, haven't we? And I feel like we've both kind of grown uh, so much in that time. So I'm excited to share some of that. Yeah. And I've been diving deeper into subconscious healing and inner child healing. Mm -hmm. And obviously, a lot of the women and people I I'm working with are like we spoke about like early business owners but really helping them heal within to create that success within their life that that fulfillment within their life the deeper connection within themselves and their purpose and their path and their businesses and just their relationships as well and I know that's something that you you and I really connect deep with and you and I have like similar messages around and because you are a hypnosis and NLP practitioner and you really go deep within the subconscious mind actually I downloaded um, Anya's hypnosis uh, for self-sabotage self sabotage that's right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah I downloaded it a couple uh last month I think it was and I have been committing to that almost every night almost every <laughs> actually yeah well done and yeah like really committing to that practice of subconscious healing and embodying my work because I truly believe in the power of subconscious healing and and really yeah like healing from within so I'd love to to kick off this conversation with like why it's important to you and like why 
you share this work, why you think it's so important to practice and, and kind of embody this work? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. What a question. Um, well, really for me, it's just a result of my own experience. Um, having, you know, had a really, really traumatic childhood, which I, um, kind of suppressed for a really long time. And, um, that trauma ended up kind of eating away at me and, um, eventually a lot of cyst, uh, a lot of, um, symptoms started surfacing and I had no idea why but they were really sabotaging my life in all sorts of ways um and you know eventually when I had my own children becoming a mother was kind of the catalyst for me where everything broke down it was you know my, my therapist later told me that that was a result of um because I am a twin one of two girls and then I also had twins two girls it was really um like it triggered the memory of my sister and I when we were that little and um a lot of the things that I had buried in my subconscious came to the surface um and so that was the point where that was about six years ago now or five years ago so really not that long ago but that's when I had to really make a choice to either allow all of these symptoms and the symptoms were like um, anxiety uh, burnout um, you know uh, overwhelm I couldn't cope with with anything you know small things in my life I I I dreaded waking up in the morning you know it was just this overwhelming sense of doom <laughs> And, um, and, you know, there were mood swings and I couldn't control my moods. I, I couldn't feel happy. There was just this, this overwhelming sense of sadness that, that kind of, um, uh, you know, was, it just was like this blanket that made everything cloudy and dark. So, I had to make a choice to either bring all of the things to the surface, like what is causing this or to continue living in denial and just trying to avoid the symptoms. And, you know, I, I realized that hadn't worked really very well for me in the past. So I was ready. I was like, this has to change. And if anything, because I was a new mom, I was like, I don't want to pass this on. Yeah. I had an idea that it had something to do with my trauma, but I had no idea where to begin to unravel that. Um, and so the reason why I'm so, so, so passionate about this work is because as a result of the work that I did, I unraveled and, and uh, revealed and discovered so many painful things, but also beautiful things in my subconscious mind. And as I removed the layers of, trauma and the false beliefs and um, all of these layers of emotion that I had been suppressing, my true self, my true, authentic, beautiful, magnificent, powerful self naturally started to reveal herself. And really that's the beauty in the process of removing all of these things, weighing us down to reveal this version of ourselves that we didn't know existed and that we didn't know we could possibly be. Um, and when you do this work and you go through such a intense and powerful transformation, you're like, how does nobody know this? Like, why hasn't anyone told me this? How, how does no, how's, how is not everybody doing this? You know, with, with 
the amount of a beauty and change and transformation that's possible for for a human being as a result of some subconscious work um it was just I was blown away that nobody kind of knew about this and so I I, I just I instantly found my new passion I knew that this was what I was born to do I lost my father to mental illness as well. So it had always been like an ongoing theme in my life that I was I was already always really um, interested in the human mind and what's possible and also what causes the human mind to sometimes do things that are horrible and to do things that we, we have no idea why. Um, so that's the reason why I'm also like super interested in um psychology and human behavior and um also the mind body connection and all of the things that that make us human and work together to create like our human experience and also what are the things that make our human experience um painful and what are the things that make our human experience joyful and blissful and happy and abundant right because i think we can all agree that the latter is where we would like to be but often that's so hard for us to access you know those feelings of happiness and joy because we're so weighed down with everything else that we have to do and care for in our lives yeah i love that i love that see i just know the words are going to be magical coming from your mouth But that's exactly like a major part of why I'm so passionate about it as well is because I I now understand and know the beauty and the light and the love that resides beneath the trauma, beneath the pain, the art, the 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 kind of limitation that has been projected onto us. And it's sad, it is sad, but at the same time it's exciting and it's I am grateful and excited that we now get to be the change and share this message and share um this like information and share this kind of this work because yeah like why do we not know this why do we not know this why is this something that we are not aware of and why is it that we are are kind of um brought up and conditioned to suppress and to ignore and to just push through you know and I feel like we are all going through an awakening now of there there has to be another way of being there has to be another way of living because this isn't fun this isn't enjoyable this isn't like providing me a happy fulfilling life that on some level I know is 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 possible you know (laughs) yeah and here's the thing it's possible for every single one of us but I think we are too um uh separated from our uh our divine nature we're too disconnected from our true selves and that happens as a result of living in a civilized a human civilization that has very specific rules about you know what's right and what's wrong and who we should be and who we shouldn't be and what emotions are allowed and what emotions are not allowed and all of these rules create this kind of like false version of ourselves it's a version of ourselves that we have adapted through coping mechanisms to help us survive our childhood and over time when we grow up, we believe that this false version of us is actually us. And 
it's because of this like false version that we've built, like this social mask that we've put on that we're disconnected from our truth, that we don't know what we want, that we are disconnected from our bodies. And we get, that's what causes depression and this emptiness and apathy in our lives. Um, And listen, like the beautiful thing about this work is that we're all able to heal ourselves. Like we are naturally built to heal. I mean, look at our bodies. Our bodies know exactly what to do to heal themselves. Mm -hmm. And so do we. And all we have to do is is look inwards instead of outwards for that healing. And mm-hmm. it's so natural when we go through the process of the work that when we start to find these false pieces of ourselves, like these false beliefs that we have, that we're, we're not worthy, we're not good enough, that we can't do this, we'll never be able to get over here, um, something isn't available to us. Once we start to remove all of those false stories that are attached to us then we can start to reveal the the inner child the true inner child um that is within all of us that is the truest deepest version authentic version of ourselves right and i think that's what we were going to talk about here is it's kind of like healing that wounded inner child to reveal the beautiful child who is like a wonderful source of creativity um in play and joy as well yeah exactly that and that's something that I have been walking myself through quite deeply um the past the past while and really healing that part of me that feels so unworthy and feels so um not enough or not um capable or not safe or not um accepted or loved and really like healing that version of myself giving that version of myself that part of me like that love that that compassion that yeah the love and the compassion and the forgiveness and allowing it to feel safe to unlock that that inner child who is just full of light full of love full of a uh, creativity and I think light is the word that came, comes to mind because for, for example like I have been like intentionally healing that part of me because of like situations I've been moving through recently that has brought that to the surface and um, because it's time to really to heal that wounded part of me and I also have simultaneously been going to like med- heartful med- heartfulness meditations I don't know if I've told you about these I've been going to heartfulness meditations where it's just complete silence with yourself and with the light of your heart and it's been so powerful and healing for me and my subconscious and just my body and soul and being because it's just one allowing me to be with me but also when I came into the world I think I've spoke about this in the podcast as well I had an underlying heart condition and I had to fight for my life when I first came into the world I had so many infections I didn't have a pulmonary artery and I spent the first five years of my life in and out of hospital and attached those meanings of like having to fight those subconscious beliefs and meanings that I have to fight so hard that I am not like others that I need to like I'm, I'm different and all of that I'm not I'm not strong enough or I'm not normal you know like all of those subconscious beliefs and starting to really yeah like, like kind of like let go of those and heal those heal that wounded part of me and and kind of like shift that and remember the actual like power and 
magic and light and love that resides within me that that's what came into the world not the struggle not the hurt not the pain not the 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 fight it's actually like the fact that I am a miracle and I am full of light and love and strength and starting to lean into that side of things and, and kind of like move from that. But it, it takes a lot of like intentional healing, right? It takes that the devotion to yourself and that inner commitment yes. that can be that can be hard. And I know that you've also been through a lot of um like pain and suffering and trauma throughout your childhood as well, that you have been intentionally healing within the past like what five three to five years that has shifted Mm. so much for you and I know that there will be people listening that are also holding on to a lot of trauma a lot of negative self-talk deep within their subconscious deep within their inner child and their inner child is wounded is hurt is unsafe it's scared and that's the place that they're operating from Mm-hmm. so what would you say to those people to because obviously it's like well okay like this is deep like where do I, like you said like where do I even start like I know that this is here I know that something needs to change I know that I can't keep living in denial I can't keep operating from this place or I'm going to be constantly unhappy unfulfilled depressed ridden with anxiety and that's not the life that I want to live for this life so what were what would you what were the steps that you started to take or like what are the what are the kind of steps that you would encourage people to start taking to start healing their inner child and their subconscious mind yeah um there are lots of little things that you can do. I would say the very first thing is to just become aware and conscious of your inner mm-hmm. child. A lot of people aren't even aware that there is uh, a child. And, and and in many cases, there's not just one. There's many versions of the inner child. Um, the inner child gets wounded through, you know, the core wounds like betrayal, abandonment, injustice, um, and those wounds Um, at the stage that they happen they freeze the wounded inner child at that developmental stage within the body and so that can happen more than once but the first step that starts to happen uh, that starts to create a relationship with it is become conscious of the child Uh, just acknowledge that it's there start to give it your attention I always like to tell my clients to find a picture of themselves as a child and just take a long look at that picture and and just allow the feelings that you have anything, anything to come up and emerge and just look at this innocent, wonderful child who just wants an opportunity to live out her dreams. Right. And um, think about what her experience was back then. Next, you can even kind of to connect with the experience of your child is you can do a little writing exercise where you can write a little story in the third person about your inner child and what her kind of like a little fairy tale about your inner child and just what her experience was and this is a really powerful exercise that will kind of connect you back to the story of your child and what she went through you can also then once you've kind of started connecting to that that you know walk down memory lane and started like connecting to that time in your life start to listen to what that child has to say because the most important thing about healing your inner child is allowing that child to show you how just how bad it was for her or for him right it needs it needs you to witness 
its pain and it needs you to soothe it through that pain and to nurture it through that pain and to tell it all the things that it needed to hear back then. So that is a really important step. Now, I will say here that the step of like witnessing the pain of your inner child, if you have been diagnosed with a mental illness or you're working with a therapist, please get um, their permission first to do the witnessing of the pain. If you've had severe trauma in your life, um, don't do this on your own. Uh, do it with somebody professional that can be there to support you. Um, you can do it on your own, but it can be a lot worse for somebody who's suffered some really extreme moments and of trauma in their life. Um, so just a little disclaimer there for you. But witnessing the pain is something that you are capable of doing as a grown adult because you can be anchored in your power as you do this, right? You can be the wise, grown, loving adult, and you're just witnessing this child's pain. You don't have to allow it to overwhelm you. So those are the two first things, right? Start to honor and become aware of the child and start to check in with the child and listen to it because it has a really painful story that it wants you to know. It's been waiting a long time to tell you this story. And just the simple act of turning inwards and starting to see it and hear it and just be there for it is so extraordinarily powerful uh, to your child because your child is lonely in there and it's and it's um, it's got this really difficult role that it's frozen in of protecting you. Um, it doesn't want to be in that role. And it wants you to come and take it out of that frozen state that it's in from the past. And it wants you to come and take it out of that trauma and bring it with you. It's so integrated into your system. Um, and I call this kind of a reclamation or reclaiming your inner child is like taking it out of that scary, painful moment and saying, I'm here with you now. Like I'm going to bring you into the present moment with me and I've got you and I'm looking after you from now on. And that is the act of helping that child move on. And, you know, as a result of doing that, like healing naturally takes place. Yeah. Like that passive healing starts to happen. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's just a natural process. The healing is just a byproduct of you creating this loving relationship with your inner child. Yeah. I love that reclaiming your inner child, and that's again something that I've been working on as well. And been sure I've been sharing a lot about this as well through different episodes and sprinkling it into different episodes as well. And something I've been doing as well, like obviously having that writing exercise, but something I think I told you about this, um, Anya. But something I've been doing as well is having a kind of embodied conversation with my inner child. Mm, um, yeah, I spoke about this on the podcast but I'll share in case you've not listened to an episode or you need a little reminder um but something that has been really helping me kind of like allow my subconscious um allow my inner child to to feel safe is to have that like open conversation with it like actually speak to it as if it's sat next to me yes. and like envision that as if it's there and just like allow it to to witness you and this version of you you are this adult version you're 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 being and you are here and you are open and willing to to communicate with it to see it to see her to see him to allow to give it space to speak how it's feeling to speak what it's holding on to 
and having that conversation and I also like to get up and actually sit down on the other side of the the, the chair or the sofa oh, and yeah, one. yeah act as if I am that inner child yeah. and allow it to speak through me yeah. speak through yeah. how it's feeling and what it's scared of or what it's still holding on to or what it needs from me and this version of me I'm at and having that like back and forth conversation but like really embodied in it and I done that with I think I spoke about this um before but I done that with a part of me like the inner child in me who is like scared to let her open up her heart and to to let love in and to really have that conversation with her and allow her to feel safe to open her heart up to to feel safe to to not close it off and um yeah and like that just like allowed me to naturally start opening my heart up because that shift within me has has taken place so that's another exercise like I like to do to reclaim my inner child and inner child and to allow it to feel safe to to be with me to evolve with me you know yeah I yeah I love that like um part of the that's checking in with your child and meeting her needs like that is her or his love language self-care being able to prove to to your child that you can meet its needs is literally music to its ears and the process of that like I, I call this remothering is becoming that loving mother that that you wish that you had and um developing that loving mother um, persona with your inner child and you do that through um rediscovering your sense of wonder rediscovering your playfulness and um and and joy and doing fun spontaneous adventurous things together um meeting its needs in the present this is also really important once you have a loving relationship with your inner child is to continue that relationship and anytime anytime for instance uh you know i do this several times a day at least if I'm you know I stress out a lot when I'm when I'm late I do not like being late so if I'm stuck in traffic I always find like severe anxiety starts bubbling up and I'll just put my hand on my heart and and say it's okay to be late it's okay to be late you're safe and I just just offering myself that little gesture of reassurance just creates that safe space between me and my inner child who is really afraid at, at that moment and just being that mother. And, and I, I say this a lot to my clients, like we all have this loving voice that we reserve just for special humans in our lives, whether that's our yeah. pets or our babies or our, our children. But what's the voice that we usually use within to ourselves? We don't reserve that special voice for ourselves. So if you're listening to this, you deserve that special voice for yourself, all right? Start speaking to yourself in that loving, beautiful tone that you give out to the people that that you love. And um, be that voice of encouragement, be that voice of compassion, of celebration, of reassurance, of, of nurturing. Um, you you have no idea how much of a shift and how much this actually transforms your inner world and how much it opens up the door um the gates of self-love and self-acceptance and and healing um our inner voice is it's literally one of the biggest 
tools that we have to help to heal not just our inner child but our entire lives am i right that's about to say that (laughs) like our inner and our 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 inner voice is obviously got it's just like so powerful like um with being able to heal from within but also like guide you to where you're you're meant to go and where you're meant to be in this life as well like and i think that's something that we've all not been taught or just like we've all forgotten on an intuitive level because we have sort of separated from love separated from Mm. our innate inner knowing that innate part of us through our human experience through being a human through being conditioned and driven by fear and stress and anxiety we have forgotten the innate inner knowing of our soul of our truth that wants to help us is able to heal us and also guide us to that fulfillment that love that that light that we're trying so hard to find that we're looking in the wrong places for you know <laughs> yeah and like all of us are just an ocean of love and peace like that mm-hmm. is our natural state and it's difficult for some people to even fathom that, that that is what our natural state is, but um, it is. And I like to look at it like our natural state is like a boy floating on top of the water and it's always there. Our Our vibration is always that high, but the reason why we don't feel that way is because there are so many heavy attachments that are dragging that boy under the water and pulling it down, pulling it away from our natural state of love and peace. Um, and the act of turning inwards and looking at yourself through the, the lens of love and compassion is a, a really grandiose first step to start to transform your relationship with yourself because at the end of the day, your voice, your inner voice um, is the thing that is with you for your entire life. And it's there whether you like it or not. And um, if if you are able to convert that into something that supports you, um, that is a, a huge step in your development journey. 100%. And it, it shifts everything. It shifts like not just the relationship you have with yourself but also the love that finds you the the opportunities that find you the lifestyle and the reality the desires that find you because you are on that vibration right you're on the vibration of love of light of um peace that you're able to attract more of what will give you that that feeling you know but if we are if we're down on this 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 vibration pulled down on the vibration of stress and anxiety and fear and I'm not saying that like we can't feel those feelings because that's just like part of uh, our human experience but being able to recenter ourselves through our practices through our healing through um our inner commitment and devotion to ourselves we can recenter ourselves and, and kind of reconnect with that vibration easier and quicker because we've cultivated that awareness we've cultivated that connection with ourselves and with within and because especially as a business owner as someone who is intentionally healing it's easy for things to come to the surface it's easy for things to 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 trigger you and to feel overwhelming and to feel hard and, and fearful but it's your willingness and your commitment to come back to the truth of love right 
yeah, just returning always from fear back to love. And it's um, how fast you can learn to do that in your life. That's really going to determine how successful you are and how much potential you can actually realize is how fast can you come back from fear to love in your normal everyday life? Um, And also how, how good are you at working through emotional activations, right? Your triggers, um, how, how are you dealing with those? Are you looking at them through the lens of like judgment and criticism and just irritation? Or are you looking at them like, like this is a messenger, this trigger is a messenger. I like to call a trigger a spontaneous age regression where mm-hmm. your inner child actually takes over in order to protect you because it thinks that the present moment is a reminder of something that happened back then that really hurt it and so it's coming back to take over to make sure that you don't get hurt in the same way and this is a really really huge clue into what your inner wound is is when a trigger comes up um that is a direct path between you and your healing and when you let that go and you don't do anything about it, you're also letting go a a really big opportunity to heal um, your triggers. So really start to pay attention and notice, just the act of noticing your trigger and asking yourself. So bringing some consciousness uh, to your triggers, like what am I feeling right now? When have I felt this way in the past? Like what does this remind me of? what's the story I'm telling myself about this event? So what am I making this mean? What meaning am I attaching to this? And then how can I redefine this story into a more accurate reflection of reality? So um, for instance, if you're a mom and your teenage daughter comes storming in and she mouths off at you and she's yelling and whatever and, and runs to a room and slams the door. As a mom, like, what are you gonna make that mean? you're very likely going to be triggered and um, you're very likely going to make that mean that maybe you're a bad mom, that your teenage daughter is really disrespectful, um, that she doesn't love you or respect you. But actually, if you ask yourself these questions and say, well, what, what actually happened here? Like, what what's what's an, a more accurate description of reality? Well, I have a hormonal teenager who's having a bad day. And that's yeah. it. It has nothing to do with me. Um, yeah. <laughs> so being able to reframe reality in this way, like in the moment, using these tools, questioning yourself, getting curious about what is triggering you. And is that actually true? Or is that a, a young part of you who just feels hurt and unloved because of this trigger? Um, and learning how to use your triggers as a really powerful tool um really absolutely transformed my entire life because before I did that I was very reactive so very stuck in obviously I had a lot of traumatic repressed emotions in my body too so I was already like a a pressure cooker about to explode in every situation but starting to unpack those triggers and saying okay where is this one coming from and what's what's the part of me that's feeling really hurt right now and it's always a very young part of me that is feeling unseen or unloved or not good enough um, for one reason or another but it's so much easier to then deal with that part that young 
part of you because you know what that part needs in that moment and it's love and compassion and going through this process is how you release those old wounds you tell that inner child that you're I'm I'm not that old wound anymore and it's safe for you to not protect me uh, anymore because I'm a grown adult now and I can look after myself the funny thing too is that these old parts a lot of your inner child doesn't know how old you are right it doesn't know that you're an adult it thinks that you're still at the same age that it is stuck um, in and so that's why it kind of wants to protect you so it's really useful when you're doing inner child work when you're introducing yourself at the very beginning to tell the child how old you are now (laughs) right like I'm this old now and I'm and I also like to tell people to give them a list of like five or 10 things of things that you can do now that you, that that child yeah. couldn't do back then. That's actually something. Yeah. That's something I've been doing more often as well. And it's something that's in my inner child meditation that it's like, what is something that you, your inner child would be proud of yourself for, for what you've accomplished or where you are within yourself. Yeah. Now. And it's seen like how far you've come and what you're doing and what you've achieved and like yeah like how far you've come but that's really interesting I've never actually told my inner child like what age I am I think I'll definitely I'll definitely be doing that (laughs) yeah and and tell it some of the things that you can do like say tell it that you can drive a car now that you Mm -hmm. can um go to the store and buy anything you want with your own money um that Mm -hmm. you can like speak up for yourself in like situations that make you uncomfortable like all of these things it's as weird as this sounds and I know it's going to sound weird to people like we are all multiple personalities and it's a good thing it's not a bad thing we're all made up of parts of our psyche and those parts don't know each other very well like they actually don't know they they don't know what age each other are and if I simplify this and just say listen it's just you and your inner child in there and all you have to do is kind of reintroduce yourself to your inner child and let it know a little bit about you um, and let it know how powerful you are because the more it knows how old you are and what you're capable of now, the more it's going to be like, oh, I can trust, I can trust. And that's the most important thing is for that inner child to learn to trust you. Mm -hmm. Mm. I love that so much. And it just feels so, I know, like, so aligned with like what I've personally been moving through and how I am supporting my clients as well. And it feels so... I don't know, like the two words that we keep coming back to is that love piece and that safety piece. And how can you like connect with that part of you and allow it to feel safe with with who you are and to come back to that that innate love that's just like always been within us. And I love how we spoke about that those triggers um being messengers and really being aware of them and how you are choosing to react or respond to them and how can you build this muscle within you of being like okay like that strength basically like a strength muscle of being like oh, okay like I, I feel there's a trigger here I could react right now but instead I'm gonna grab my journal I'm going to go outside, I'm going to go to a safe space and I'm going to reflect on how, like what's coming through, what's moving through my body right now, why it's there, what is the root of that, like what is it it, it teaching me right now, what's it bringing to the surface that I can start to 
clear and actually become aware of and release within me so that I don't need to continue carrying that throughout my life and, and having that kind of um ripple out into different circumstances and into different experiences within within my life because it is really and it is like it's interesting to see how different situations are like trigger you because of like what's within what's happening within but I think it's also really important to know that you can heal that like you you don't need to continue feeling that way and I think that's something that was really um big for me because I moved I was like when I was moving through the thick of like real like sadness or like I think it, it definitely was depression but at the time didn't realize it was depression because this innate part of me was bubbly was light was cheery and that's just like I guess the truth of me but I also within that was feeling so low and depressed and I remember feeling that way and thinking like this is just who I am this is just is this just how we're always going to feel but I think it's really important I love that we're now at this part within our journeys where we can share this message with people and say that you can't heal that you don't need this anxiety this these feelings these triggers aren't actually you (laughs) they aren't you yeah and and that's a message exactly and I think that that gives people so much hope when you can say, listen, anything that is not love or peace is not you. That's something that you're holding on to. That's something you're carrying in your subconscious. Um, and that feels so good because I used to think that was just me as well. And I always just thought like, yes, I could outwardly be happy and like have a good time. But inside, I always felt the same as you, like empty and depressed. And that's a real um, giveaway um, to a wounded inner child is it that feeling of emptiness inside and depression um, but that's the hopeful part here is that none of that really is you it's just something that you picked up along the way um, a way that your inner child learned to cope and you don't need that anymore and sometimes it's just a matter of digging into your subconscious mind and having a little chat with it doing you know, speaking to it in the in the right language through hypnosis and through visualization um, to just p- get it back on track, you know, get it back on track. It actually, funnily enough, um, when I first made contact with my inner child, um, probably for the very first three months, every single meditation I had, I... I, I cried for a good like 15, 20 minutes. Um, there was just so much emotion that wanted to come out. But after that, after those first three months, and I just allowed the tears to flow. It actually felt really That's good. what I was going to say. It's like, yeah. it's so important. I remember I had, so I have a membership and I have like monthly group calls and I have a beautiful woman who's a part of that. And I love her to bits I feel such so connected to her but we were doing a lot of inner child healing and I think it was the first time that she had ever been seen in a group setting like that that so much emotion was coming to the surface but it was so powerful to for it hard to allow us to witness that release and to allow her to feel safe to release because I think it's so we kind of bottle it up and we don't allow ourselves to to feel those emotions to 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 allow them to come up but actually having that cry releasing 
that those emotions is what's going to release that release it from your body and let it go and and clear clear it from within so that you have that capacity to to implant the love or to to remember that love to reignite that love within you so I think whenever I remember when, when I the first actually the second time I did that embodiment conversation and I was doing it with that part of me that like didn't felt scared of love and that my representation my inner child's representation of love is that it's not safe and that um so I closed my heart off and throughout it all I was like crying my eyes out I was crying my eyes out but I was just allowing myself to release and 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 just to for my inner child to to let go and cry and let it all out and then I had like a sacred rage afterwards because I was just like allowing that anger to come yeah. to the surface as well and allowing that to be released from my body so that I can then have that that's the internal capacity to forgive into love yeah and that's so important and funnily enough like all of these emotions within are always trying to vent themselves like they Mm -hmm. they don't want to be stuck in your body emotions want to flow um and the only reason they are stuck in your body is because you're ignoring them and you're not Mm -hmm. you're just not paying attention you're not acknowledging that they're there and so they can't be released and so just the simple act of uh, inner child work and it doesn't even have to be inner child work but just the, the the simple act of accessing an old emotion and feeling it and allowing it to release is, is I mean a it feels really good and it also um, brings back so much energy to your body because it your body it, it requires so much energy to suppress an emotion to keep all of those emotions suppressed in our bodies can sometimes use up up to, and this is a crazy statistic, up to 90% of our energy is used up in suppression of the emotions that we don't want to feel. And so that's why people say, I feel light. I feel light. It's because (laughs) releasing all of that energy brings back so much energy that you can now use for things that actually serve you instead of suppressing emotion. So that's the beautiful thing about releasing and just allowing the anger, allowing the rage, the sadness, whatever it is to be felt. And then naturally it it just releases and you, the result is just this beautiful feeling of um, peace and a lightness that like, I know everybody knows what I'm talking about here. It's just a lightness in, in not just um, physically, but in spirit as well. Yeah, 100%. And like from my kind of experience of allowing that, that sadness to be released and that anger to be released through the, that, that experience because of the the love that I have witnessed growing up is not safe. Um, I now can have more love and forgiveness towards my towards my parents rather than it be through that lens of pain and anger and sadness because I've released that from my body and brought that to the surface and and allowed it to come and, and move through me and out of me I can then um show up for my relationship with my parents in a more loving understanding forgiving space and energy which then also like is so powerful you know because if not that could be detrimental to my relationship with them moving forward yeah absolutely uh, and that's the beautiful that happened the beautiful thing that happens when you heal your inner child once you 
start looking at yourself through a more loving and compassionate lens, the byproduct of that is you start to see everybody through a more loving and compassionate lens. And what happened to me is I started seeing my mum's inner child, her wounded, she has a really wounded inner child and she still does. And in terms of our relationship now, it is so different to what it used to be because I can give her the space to act in the ways that used to really frustrate me. And I can give her the space to just be that person because A, it's not up to me to heal her and um, she she's welcome to heal herself, but she hasn't yet. And it's not my place to make that happen, but I am able to, to have empathy for that and to feel compassion towards that her woundedness so um absolutely that has like transformed our relationship as well and I think that's so important especially Mm -hmm. you know when it comes to your parents there's a lot of people who can't who can never reach that place of forgiveness with their parents and obviously every circumstance is different some people do have to cut off all ties and that's okay as well and that's that's a really, really difficult, difficult decision that some children have to make. Um, But I'm happy that at least with my mom, you know, she's, I don't have a father. It's very, very important to me to have a good relationship with my mom. And at the end of the day, she, she gave up so much for us. And that's a whole nother story, but she um, has given most of her life to make sure that our, my sister and I, live a, a, a an abundant happy life as well so I'll forever be grateful in the way that she in the way that she knows you know like doing the best that she can you know and I think that's what, yeah yeah and I think that's what I always come back to as well like everyone's on their own unique path and yeah you can't heal them but you've you've found this work for yourself so it's like how can you heal yourself and and just like yeah and like forgive and trust that and release the need that that you need to change someone or whatever but like knowing that they done the best that they could with what they knew at the time and that they didn't know that it could be any other way you know yeah um and there's such a huge divide on the whole forgiveness piece um, I was having a conversation with someone just yesterday about this where, and I, I, I don't know about you, Soph, but like I, I very often um, come head to head against other people who are dead set against forgiving their abusers. Uh, you know, I'm talking like heinous crimes. It can be, uh, you know, like I know a mom who um, her child was shot in a, in a school shooting and she managed to forgive the person who killed her child. So there are people who have forgiven um, people who have committed terrible, terrible crimes, who have killed their children or their parents or whatever. But there is there are people on the flip side of the coin who believe that forgiveness is it's dead set, not the thing to do. So um, I respect that and I think everybody has their, everybody has to do what, what is what feels right for them. Um, but for me, I mean, I think forgiveness is, is, I think unforgiveness is a disease that lives in the body. And I think forgiveness really is one of the most beautiful things that we can do for ourselves and for 
for humankind really is learning to forgive others for their mistakes as well and forgiving yourself as well that's something that I have been working on too is that that self-forgiveness as well and yes there's that forgiveness of others but like forgiving yourself for any past mistake or anything any ways that you've blocked yourself or you've done something because of a because of a triggered place because of a wounded place and just like giving yourself that love and that compassion that forgiveness that that part of you didn't know was available or didn't know like existed um and that's something that I've been I've been really working on as well and like healing like that deeper layer of the relationship with me and knowing that knowing that like loving and accepting every version of me like every single version of me absolutely and to be honest like I I truly believe that without self-forgiveness we can't fully fully heal ourselves it is so important for us to forgive those old past versions of ourselves for their mistakes because at the end of the day when you think about those parts and their intentions they always had good intentions and they were doing the best that they could with what they had at the time and you have to be able to feel grateful to those parts um even though they they may have not done the right thing and forgive and let go because those parts deserve as much love as any other parts of you I love that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I just feel full of love. I know. Like, I want us all just to, everyone who's listening, just give yourself like a big hug and just tell yourself. Maybe squeezing yourself, like holding yourself. Just maybe say thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode all the way through. You've made it all the way through. You've given yourself that time to just start that process of healing within there's a part of you that clearly wanted to listen to these words today to hear them to allow them to sink into you and just in this moment you sit with yourself just choose now moving forward to reclaim your inner child to remother your inner child to love to forgive yourself and start this healing process start showing up for yourself from a place of love and compassion and forgiveness and whatever way you can each day and just allow that to ripple out into a magical beautiful reality within yourself and within your relationships and within just every experience that you experience and then just giving yourself one big another big cuddle maybe just saying anything that comes through anything that just wants to be released through your through you now that we've kind of maybe activated something within you during this conversation maybe you grab your journals and you write down something that came through that you want to get out of you and then if you ever need us I'm going to put Anya's Instagram in the show notes for you to go and check it out our DMs are always open my DMs are always open if you ever need us um Anya also offers coaching um support too um is there anything else that you offer that you want to share with people at the moment yeah that's 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 all I'm doing is one-on-one coaching that's kind of Mm -hmm. um, where I love to be 
um, mm. working on a program as well that's going to be released uh, later on this year. Uh, but yeah, um, there's lots she's got of- incredible, incredible life changing content um, that she puts out on a regular basis from our heart and soul that will, in itself, transform things for you if you really immerse yourself into the words and the wisdom that she gives through our content. Like she really does pour her heart and soul into it, and she's done so amazing with it so yeah immerse yourself into our content into her light and wisdom and her her lens of inner child healing subconscious healing and allow that to support you in your journey and again if if you're resonated with this or you feel you know someone who really needs to listen to to this podcast because I know that it is deep but it is so powerful and transformative. I'd love for you to send it to to someone or share it to your stories, tag Anya and I in it. So we know that you're listening. We know that you're on this journey with us. We can support you intentionally, support you on this journey and celebrate you for choosing to, to heal your chest, heal yourself, choosing to show up for yourself, choosing love, choosing love. Oh my goodness. That's it. Thank you so much, Anya, for being here. I've loved this conversation. I always love having um, conversations with you. Um, But yeah, is there any last words of wisdom you wanted to sprinkle out there? (laughs) Oh, listen, um, don't give up on yourself and really stay curious um, in understanding yourself and, and seeing and hearing and listening to yourself really, that's all you need to do is just stop ignoring yourself and start turning to yourself um, with love. Uh, that's my last words. And uh, that in itself will completely change your life. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much, guys, for listening, listening all the way through um, and showing up for yourself today. Um, your, inner child, your inner child is thanking you for showing up for it and choosing to start healing it. And yeah, I'll speak to you all soon. Thanks for having me, sir.